Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning. Parents, what if we could give you the power to transform your family into something absolutely amazing? A family where everyone is healthy, gets along, loves Jesus, and has great purpose in life. Hey, let us flip your thinking to unlock the power God has given you to create your own Crazy Cool Family. How do we know if we're building a Holy Spirit-led culture? Well, by your family's fruit. We are starting a new series based on Galatians 5.25. It says, since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Since we live by the Spirit, keep in step by the Spirit. One of the words for Crazy Cool Family this year that we feel like God has given us is culture. And we believe that building culture is deeply dependent on walking with the Holy Spirit. So how do you know if you're building Holy Spirit-led culture? Well, buy your family's fruit. What are the fruits? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Our heart is for parents to learn what it means to walk with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit helps us live like this. The Holy Spirit is in us and we can bear fruit. We will unpack a fruit of the Spirit and we'll share a crazy cool definition and a declaration for you to use with your family. Listen with your family. Listen with your family. So come on, let's take the next few months and learn how to walk with the Holy Spirit together. Holy Spirit, bring on the fruit. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are so excited you are going on this journey with the Holy Spirit. Yeah, the fruit. You're gathering fruit along the way. Bring on the fruit. Faithfulness. Oh, that's just a, you know, when we were started doing this, I'm like, okay, what is faithfulness? Our, our definition is, is that faithfulness is remaining unfailingly loyal. And we had to really stop and think about that for a second because we, we, we were thinking, okay, is, what, is faith, what is faithfulness? I mean, what does it look like? How do you break it down? And so then we thought, well, wait a minute, before we even define it, which we did, let's understand it a little bit better. And so faithfulness, to simply break it down, is to be full of faith. Yeah, you got to start with faith. So we got to start with faith, exactly. Yeah. And so definition defines faith as like a religion or, or a cult. I mean, you know, that's one hand or the other. Or it's an allegiance or a confidence. Like I have faith in this chair is not going to fall down on me. But yeah. the faith that I think that we want to talk about today is a belief. Yeah, Hebrews, Hebrews 11 one says faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see i like i love that definition because it's like we 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 have a hope and you know paul talks about it is that you know we we we're not of this world we have a hope of things to come and we put our assurance in and and as we have we have put our assurance in the things to come and that we can bring heaven to earth. That's another faith deal that we can say, you know, the Lord's Prayer says, on earth as it is in heaven. We bring heaven to earth and we have faith that we can bust through this ugly world with God's goodness and His faith, and we can can put Him into the world, and then we have Him for eternity. And that's a belief. That's, we we believe that. I believe that. Do you believe that? (laughs) Yeah, we believe that God is going to do that. We believe in God. We believe that God is for us. And so that is what is the, the foundation of faith. Yeah. And, and it's not, 
it's not something we can see, hold, touch. Yes. But we because it says we have confidence in what we hope for and assurance. Okay, so think about yeah. that. We are assured of things we do not see. You know, so one of my favorites, so now the Raiders of the Lost Ark just came out, right? You know, the new movie. The, the, the new, number 12 in yeah. that series, or no, I don't know what. To, <laughs> but in the third Raiders of the Lost Ark movie, there's this scene in there, and he is having to, he's having to take a leap of faith. That's what it says. It says he's going to take a leap of faith. And in the scene, there's this cavern that goes across, and some of you have seen this movie will remember this, but and he has to, and you can't, it looks like, and, and if he steps out, it looks like he will fall to his death. I mean, you can't see the bottom. It's, 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 but what he does is it says he has to take a leap of faith, and there's no way he can jump if he can't grab and hold the other side. It's so way too it's far. It's way of a too far away. So he has to, but he has to believe that something is there that's going to make him not die. Yeah, and so he steps out, and it's just so—it's such a picture of faith. He steps out, and then boom, his feet hit solid ground, and there's no way he could see it. But what you see once he steps out is there is a pathway, but he couldn't see it until he stepped. Mm -hmm. And to me, that is just the picture of faith. And so what it meant was is he had to be. He had to step out in faith, and therefore he became faithful. Yeah. And that's what we're going to talk about, you know, as we, so what is faith? Faith is the confidence in what we hope for, the assurance of what we don't see. And because of that, we become unfailingly loyal to those things that God has us do. Mm-hmm. And faithfulness then becomes this thing we do that kind of defies, you know, logic in yeah, a way, you know, good. why do you stay with something so long or why are you so faithful to this? Well, because we believe yeah, and because we're faithful. Yeah. So faithfulness, like some other words to kind of help um, tie that word down is loyalty, which you mentioned, or um, dedication, devotion, or steadfastness. And in scriptures in Hebrews 13, 8 says, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so he is steadfast. He is, he is the same. That's faithfulness. That's an example of what faithfulness looks like. Yeah. And, and so what does that look like in, in our everyday life? You know, what are some things, how does faithfulness apply? I, I think particularly in our culture today, man, we leave things pretty quickly. You know, and so what happens if we are faithful to things? Um, for example, you know, Suzanne and I have been at the same church for over 30 years. And that's, you know, just there's, you know, there's been ups and downs with the church and things like that. But but we've had great, you know, we have had great um, benefit from being faithful to our church mm-hmm. for over 30 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and it, it just—I it, mean, it just once again, it wraps up all those terms: loyalty, steadfastness, dedication, devotion. All are wrapped up in faithfulness to be a part of something long term. I mean, I feel like we did that over several things. Different the, the schools that we were involved in with the kids, or the sports that we were involved in, the teams that we were on. We did them year after year and gathered the same players mm-hmm. and. And so faithfulness now also applies to your community or can apply to your your friendships and your definitely your family, your family members, the people that live, you know, inside your under your roof. Yeah, no doubt. It's um, and, and so, you know, how does let me ask you this question, Suzanne. So how does walking with the Holy Spirit 
And how does our how does our faith produce faithfulness? And what does that look like in our lives to be faithful people? Yeah, I think that's great. A great um, question, because if we were to um, lean on society and culture, I would say that we are not a very faithful culture. Um, we, we walk away from things that are hard or things we don't agree with or things that are um, maybe if we, we perceive as against us. Um, and so to be we, we need the Holy Spirit to help us to do I do I stay here? I mean, even going back to our church example, there were several times that all of the people that we that we loved and were community community with were leaving and going to different churches and feeling like they were called away and we kept saying okay are we called away do we i mean mm-hmm. and we just felt like the holy spirit continued to say stay you're 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 to be devoted you're to be dedicated and so i think that we have to have the holy spirit in us to tell us the places we do need to well and think about it like faithful. this i mean i answer this question too i'm just kind of quizzing you right now but like what does it look like you know in, in our parents day for example or you know um, for some of the people listening to them, we would be their parents. But, um, but you know, there would um, they there wasn't many choices in life. You know, we didn't have all the restaurants to go to. We didn't have all the you know different. We, there was only two movie theaters instead of you know dozens of movie theaters or whatever. Only four channels. Yeah, instead exactly. Of. So, how does it look like? What does faithfulness look like when in a society of just infinite choices we have choices of where we work choices of what we do you know choices of where we go eat choices of what you know colors we buy and you know what do you feel like that god wants to share with us right now about faithfulness in this world we live in yeah and so i think the anchor in all of that in in the in in the past in the present and in the future the anchor is god i mean first corinthians 1 9 1 9 says god is faithful um, we, we, he, he's, he's the one that we lean on through, through all the changes, through the coming and going through the options that we're constantly given to. If we can keep our eyes on God, then who is the, the perfecter of faithfulness, then, um, I think that we're able to walk in faithfulness better. Yeah. I think for me, one of the things that, um, I've learned in the years is to be careful about, you know, so often we move so quickly. And I think that God, the faithful person really has to hear a word from the Lord before they go somewhere. Yeah. And I think that we tend to err on leaving. But what if we err on faithfulness? What if we err on staying? Mm -hmm. And so, and we, and not that we want to get stuck in a rut and not that we want, you know, like you're in an abusive relationship doesn't mean to stay there, you know, whatever. But I'm saying that so often we leave so quickly because something doesn't satisfy us or it's, you know, in the short term, it's really not happening. But if you just wait and, and listen, I think that when we are dissatisfied, that should be a call to go to the Lord instead of just leaving, yes. you know, and say, or changing or doing something different. It might be, no, what do I have for you in this mess or in this chaos or what, 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 what okay. Choose you know, God's saying, pick me, pick me. I got a plan. I got to yeah. put, you know, yeah, I got, I got something for you. Ask me, ask me, yeah. you know, what if we stopped? I love it where you said, if it, what if we were flagged in those situations where we feel uncomfortable out of control and we stopped and we said, okay, God, what do you have for me here? Where where's the light at the end of the tunnel? And wait and see what he has well, to say. Well, let's say for example, you know, let's say you go to church and you get in a small group and immediately these people annoy you. 
And so it's like, you know, and you're like, just FYI, people will annoy you. <laughs> and, and instead of, you know, but then we go, oh, I need another group because I don't like this one. Yeah. Well, what if you stay? I don't like the pastor's sermon series, so I'm going to go to another church. Yeah. I don't like the worship leader, so but, I'm going to find the something case, better. But in the case of this small group in particular, it's like, what if you just stayed with me? Let's, that would be a great example of, for some reason, you joined the group. Maybe you asked the Lord, should I stay or should I go? And, and really, and, and in, in a lot of times, another thing that's helped me a lot in faithfulness is I don't go somewhere unless I'm called to it. I usually don't leave something because I don't like it. Yeah. And if God's, because if God's going to call me to something, then he's going to call me to something, not to just quit something. And, and uh, that's really helped because so often I wanted to leave because of the, because I didn't like where it was. Mm-hmm. But so often, and I think this is one of the benefits of faithfulness, is that we learn so much through adversity. Yes. And we, we want to avoid adversity, but in reality, God has so much to teach us through adversity. And, and you know, and he also says that, you know, it's easy to love those who love you. Mm-hmm. What if you love those that don't love you? And many times in the situations that require our faithfulness, we have to love someone that's hard to love, or we uh, have to it's serve so someone. It's so rewarding when you get on the other side of that. I mean, my biggest um, joke, I don't know if it's a joke, I don't really know what what you would call it, but when I was young and we had started our church, I ran people off right and left because I would be, <laughs> you know, I would be rude or say rude or I'd be harsh or I'd share the truth, but in not in a loving way. And they're like, I don't need this from this, you know, budding church that's just started. I don't need this from this young punk girl. Um, and so I learned along the way, um, God showed me and I, and I do think that I do walk in faithfulness. I do, I do hear the Lord and I do believe what he has to say and I do trust him. And so along the way, he just said, be loving, be kind, be accepting, you know, choose to see the thing that's going on from their perspective and be able to apply that. And I can honestly say, I haven't run anybody off from the church in a long time now. (laughs) Well, what about, so let's ask this question. Um, how does faithfulness and stewardship go together? So the words, you know, faithfulness and stewardship is we, how do we steward the many, the many opportunities that we have in our, in our culture today? I keep coming back to, I just feel like that so often we have so many choices now Mm -hmm. that it's much harder to be faithful. Yeah, I mean, and so I mean, my answer to that is is once again choose God, choose the God things. Those are the best things. Find the best things that when you've got when you've got a choice, which you always do, pretty much in our society today. What's what's going to build the kingdom? What's going to honor, honor God? What's going to take care of the relationships in your life to the best that they need to be taken care of? And so. That's where faithfulness, I think, comes in is when you have God as the focus or the filter through your decisions. That's what builds faithfulness. Yeah. What about like, let's think about this. What does faithfulness look like in family? What, what do we think that faithfulness is? You know, like, for example, I was talking to a um, I was talking to a guy the other day and I just said he'd been married for over 20 years. And he said, um, man, we have had some ups and downs in our marriage. And I said, what made you faithful in your marriage? Mm-hmm. What was it that, you know, he, and he said, and he said something that was really, it really, um, it really sh- not shocked me. That's the wrong word, but it surprised me. He said that the biggest key for me to remain faithful is I had to realize that I was not responsible for my wife's happiness. 
Right. And, and, and I was like, wow, that's interesting. He said, I even told her that. He said, I went to her and I said, look, I've got a revelation for you and you're not going to like it. And he said, <laughs> but I, he said, I, I'm not responsible for your happiness. I'm responsible to serve love and be faithful to you, but I'm not responsible for your happiness. And he said, that was a major breakthrough for me because it released me from so many things and allowed me to be more faithful. And I was like, that's really cool. So it's really, um, faithfulness is just listen to the Lord yeah, and doing what he says. And in that case, he had to, God said, tell your wife that you're not responsible, that she, you're not responsible for her happiness. Mm -hmm. Well, that's, and it's always, it seems like when we're faithful in family, um, you know, our pastor calls it opposite theology, right? We have to go against the grain against what our thought, what our feelings are. Mm -hmm. Faithfulness means I, that's why I love faithfulness, because many times we're going against what our thought processes are yeah. to hear the Lord and to do things that are different than the norm. Yeah, no, I agree. I think um, I was uh, talking to uh, some ladies the other day and we were talking about um how marriage is a long game and how we're basically married to several different men, although it's the same man, because in the 20s, he's one man. In his 30s, he's another kind of man. In his 40s, he's another kind of man. In his 50s, he's, you know, it's a 60. And then, you know, at some point in time, we look up and we're married to an old man, but we'd started being married to a young man. But even in the same is for the, the husband married to. And so how do we, how do we remain full of faith, full of, have faithfulness through all of these different, you know, seasons of life. Different men. Yeah, different men getting to know them and what's valuable to them and important to them. And and the thing that I think that ties it all together is that loyalty, that promise in the beginning, that covenant of I'm going to be married to you no matter what, you know, no matter, no matter what you turn into, who you change, what that even looks like along the way. And yeah. so I agree. That's what faithfulness, I would say, looks like in a marriage. What would you say faithfulness looks like in relationship to our kids? Yeah, I was at I was actually at breakfast this morning with a guy, and while I was in there, I walked in, and one of my sons was in the restaurant with another with a mentor guy, right. and so we were talking about his. I was talking to the guy I was at breakfast with about his kid, who's a little bit younger than me. We're talking about some difficulties he was having in the relationship, and I said, "Oh yeah, that boy over there." When he was in middle school, he was a punk. And I mean, and and he was so hard to deal with. And, and there was just, you know, there were times that our relationship was really strained. But today, that is, we have an awesome relationship. Right. And, you know, faithfulness means that we are going to suffer through in faith the bad, the hard times yes. of relationships. We're going to, and it does you know, it takes literally sometimes months and years of faithfulness in order to see the breakthrough that's coming. And we have to have faith that that's happening so we can be faithful. And that, and that just put, puts us, faces us right back to God again. Second Timothy 2.13 says, if we are faithful less, if we don't have the faith to do oh. what it takes, 
Um, did I do it some wrong? No, no, no. I was just, I didn't understand it at first, but I was going, keep going. Okay, now, now if you're we are faithful less, then he remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. So if we don't feel like that we have the faith for the situation, if we're not full of faithfulness, God does. He has it. So, so just ask him for it. If we are faithless, is that if what it says? If we are faithless, if we are, if we have no faith. Yeah, I think you were saying of less faith. I think you said faithful less. I, I think, think I you did said too. the word. Yeah, that's what was confusing me. So I think um, I did too. I definitely yeah. have it. Yeah. Um, and so that's where it goes back to even like when once again interacting with your kids. If that two-year-old's driving you crazy, or if there's something that your four-year-old's doing that's a that's a habit that you don't like, can press press on continue to be faithful and knowing and believing that you're going to get on the other side of that bad habit or those fits or whatever that is, just continue to press, press into what God has for you in that hardness, believing that you're going to come out on the other side and it's going to be amazing. Yeah. And, and yeah, that, that really just, just describes, um, I just stuttered, uh, the faithfulness in that, um, it really is persevering. Persevering yeah. is another word for faithfulness, that we are going to believe, we are going to listen to the Lord, and we're going to do, choose, we're yeah. going to choose to do what he says, regardless of our feelings, regardless of the animosity that's created, regardless of the anxiety. <clears throat> and, and then as we do that more and more, we will get the benefit, we will get the fruit of the Spirit, which is the the, the, the when we do faithfulness, when we are faithful, it comes out as, you know, and think about, you know, maybe this will help people is to think about people you know that are faithful. Yes. And what is your perception right. of them? Rarely do you see somebody that's faithful mm-hmm. and you go, oh, that's a guy's a loser. You know, right. or, you know, that guy's, he, right. he doesn't have it together or whatever. Usually when you perceive faithful people, you perceive them as, as you admire them. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's where I think that, um, and so if you admire people that are faithful, what can you do to become faithful? And where does God want you to be faithful? And, and as we kind of end the podcast, I'd also like to say faithfulness does not mean getting run over. Faithfulness does not mean um, uh, just hanging into thing, hanging on with things that you don't need to be. I mean, God will tell you sometimes to go somewhere else. But let's go back to what we were saying in, in, you know, first the podcast. What if we erred on the side of staying versus leaving? I think that's one thing to really get out of this podcast is what if we had the mindset of we're going to stay until God directs us somewhere else? Because, you know, going back to Suzanne, like the marriage example, so often, you know, people say, well, ah, I'm going to entertain the thought of leaving my marriage. I'm going to entertain, I'm going to, and maybe they're going to leave like a divorce, but sometimes it's just, I'm going to check out of this marriage. Mm-hmm. I'm going to not be faithful in terms of, I'm not going to be attentive. Yeah. I'm not going to be. Yeah. And so what if we think about faithfulness being stepping in, mm-hmm. stepping toward, stepping, leaning in, into yeah. the relationship of your family, leaning into your church, leaning mm-hmm. into your work, even though it may be at a situation where you don't like it. If I'm going to be faithful to my boss, I'm going to serve him even if he's wrong. 
Right. You know, and that's what I think where faithfulness comes in. We err on the side of staying, serving, stepping in versus leaving, stepping out and doing the things that are unfaithful. Well, and so I have a question for you, even though we said we were wrapping up, but I wanted to I wanted to talk about this for a I second. I said we were kind of going towards <laughs> wrapping up. I didn't say we were really wrapping up. Great, that, that, that means we've only got like 20 minutes to go, right? And so um, how do we show, how do we show, teach um, faithfulness to our kids when it comes to their relationship with God? Yeah, and I think that's a great question. And I think the first thing we do is our example. Yeah. So we, we, we are faithful people and therefore they will see faithfulness and they will see who we are and what we do. By all the things you just mentioned, like the reaction, the how we do the job and how we do the marriage and how we get involved in activities and all of that stuff. So how we deal with those situations, by example, they're watching us. Well, and I think we talk about it along the way. We that's talk good. a lot about how we, that's a great way to share your faith with your children mm-hmm. is you say, you know what, man, I, I'm really struggling with my job right now. Mm-hmm. Well, dad, why don't you just quit? You know, that's what the kids will say. Well, I mean, because I got to pay your, I got to pay for your food, maybe. But, but really, you say, well, because God hasn't released me from that yet, and when God does, then we'll move. But in the meantime, I'm going to serve faithfully, and 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 this is, you know, it it may be hard, but this is what I'm doing, and this is what I'm praying about. And even, hey, you know, seven year old son, would you um, would you pray with me about this? Would yeah. you pray with me about? Um, uh, helping me to be at my job when I don't really want to up until the time that we feel like God's released us. Yeah. And so you can, you can uh, show by example, but also talk about it along the way. Yeah. And so to, yeah, I, I love that. I agree. And I think that with that, we have to go back to starting with the word faith. And um, as we were talking about the fruit of the spirit, I started thinking about the gifts of the spirit and how they're actually a completely different list, but there is an overlap with faith is a gift in first Corinthians 12. It gives the the, you know, knowledge teaching, you know, better than I do, Don, mm-hmm. but the gifts, but faith is a gift. And so if you feel like you're struggling, wait a minute, faithfulness, I don't get this, or this is a tough one for me. Then I just encourage you to ask God, God, will you give me the gift of faith? And I remember there's so many times that Don said, I just don't feel like I have much faith. And so we would say, okay, let's ask for more. Let's ask for more faith. Let's ask for more faith. And, and God is um, faithful <laughs> and he's, he's going to give us what we ask for. He's, what is the, what is the verse that if your child asks for a, you know, bread, you're not going to give him a snake or yeah. a rock. Yeah. Um, Sermon on the Mount. Yeah. You know, and if, if your heavenly father, if you as an earthly father love to give gifts to those who love you, then how much more does your heavenly father give good gifts to those who love him? And so he's the carrier of the gift of faith, and he wants to give that to you. And I believe that he's just waiting for us to ask for it. And so ask for that gift of faith and then start walking in that faithfulness because we are the example to our kids and we want them to walk in faith. We want them to be full of faithfulness. I mean, I would not that we can elevate any of the gifts or any of the fruits. I don't think that we should elevate them all, but come on, faithfulness is the queen of them. I mean, that's what we want when it comes to interacting with God and with each other. 
We want to be full of that loyalty, steadfastness, dedication, devotion, allegiance, confidence, the belief in what God has for us and who he is and who he says he is and who he says we are. Yeah, don't you like being around people that are full of faith, that are confident yes. in what they hope for? It's and, beautiful. And, yeah, and, and they are assured of what they don't see. Yes. And, and it, it's, it's spiritual, it's God, but it's also just, I mean, it could be somebody who foresees a business coming into existence. You know, we talk to parents a lot about having a vision for your family. So, you know, one of the greatest things and, and um, that, that Suzanne, you have ever taught me was, I remember being <clears throat> scared that my kids wouldn't turn out well. And I was really fearful that that wasn't going to happen. And it made me act in a certain way because I was more controlling because I was more fearful. And I remember, you know, talking to you about it and going, aren't you scared? And, <laughs> and you said, no, I believe, I believe, I believe God has them. And I was like, oh, well, that's kind of fun. You know, maybe I should do that too. And as I became more faithful, I started to become a different dad. Right. Because I, sure. I started to uh, believe. You started being someone we wanted to be around. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And not being so controlling and, and demanding and, and um, you know, having to think I needed to tell everybody what to do all the time. Otherwise, they wouldn't. Otherwise, they were going to just turn out bad. And so um, I think that that's where faithfulness comes in, is that we love, it's, it may be hard to have faith, you know, um, but yet God um, challenges us to be faithful. He, you know, he says, <clears throat> he, he calls out, Jesus says so often, oh, you have little faith. Yeah. And he doesn't, he doesn't, he does, he's not saying that positively, right. you know, I mean, and so, uh, but he says, oh, and he says about the centurion, Oh, I've never seen such faith. Yes. And so he, yes. he, he calls out. And so the more, you know, we want to be full of faith. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's a fruit of the Spirit. That's why it's a spiritual gift to, be, to be, have faith, to be faithful, and to be loyal in, in our faith as we believe. Yeah, it, it ties us to God. That's what faithfulness does. It ties us to God. And that's what we want. We want to be anchored well in the mm -hmm. Lord. So, faithfulness. Faithfulness is remaining unfailingly loyal. It's part of the fruit of the Spirit and um, <clears throat> one that we is just just love to talk about. And so, but we're going to wrap up today. Uh, listen to the podcast, the Fruit of the Spirit podcast for sure. And um, also check out Basecamp, basecamp.crazycoolfamily.com. And as always, go be crazy parents, crazycoolfamily.com. <laughs>